Keep your Bibles open, everybody. Thank you very much, Julie, for that reading. It's a long passage. Please keep your Bibles open. My name's Mike, one of the pastors here. We're going to be digging into that in a second. I want to start, though, by, by telling you something you may not know. The word Talitha means little girl, little girl. And in today's passage, among other people, we're going to be hearing about a little girl, a little girl to whom Mark's Gospel records Jesus saying these words, Talitha kum. Talitha meaning little girl, kum meaning get up or arise. The little girl that I want to tell you about first though is actually a little girl whose name is Talitha, my little girl, a little girl that we named after the little girl in today's passage, a little girl that we discovered had a life-threatening condition before she was born, a little girl who at three months old was critically ill, a little girl who needed major lung surgery in order to survive, a little girl about whom her surgeon expressed major concerns to a colleague the night before her operation, concerns that unfortunately Lee and I overheard, Um, a little girl whose survival we had absolutely no control over, a little girl about whom we could do nothing but either fear for or by faith pray for, a little girl who in spite of complications in her surgery, Jesus healed. A little girl named Talitha, a little girl who can actually tell us herself what happened. I'm Talitha, I was very sick, Jesus healed me. Isn't she gorgeous? I'm Talitha. I was very sick. Jesus healed me. Now I wonder, have you ever been in a situation where, where you have had absolutely no control over the outcome? You know, maybe you've been in some kind of danger from the world around. Maybe you've had some kind of sickness, illness. Maybe death itself has kind of threatened either you or somebody that you love. You've had no control over it. And so you've had to make a choice between fear or faith. Now, maybe some of you are there right now. You know, you're here this morning, you're able to force a smile, but your closest allies are your tears. You're desperate, you've got no control over what's happening, and you long to be free from fear. And if that is you, uh, today's passage is actually especially for you. Because you see, here in this passage, we find a sequence of four episodes. Four episodes with two common threads that kind of tie them all together for the people that are involved. Okay, the first thread is that they've each got no control over what's happening. The second thread is that they've each got a choice to make, a choice between fear or faith in the Lordship of Jesus. Now, what we're going to do, as a, it's a pretty long slab of text this, so we're going to move very quickly through these four episodes, and we're just going to take one of these threads at a time, and then I'm going to tie, tie them up kind of at the end and, and apply them to us today. So I hope your Bibles are there in front of you. Uh, we're going to be moving pretty quickly, uh, but please follow along. First thread, that in each of these four episodes, uh, each of the people involved have absolutely no control over what's happening. And you know, it's far worse for them than it was for Lee and I with our little girl Talitha because in each episode here, the people involved not only have no control, 
They have no human solution whatsoever. Okay, like the surgery that we had for little Talitha. So let's take a look. First episode, danger at sea. Where Jesus says to his disciples, he says, let's go over to the other side of the lake. And so they get in this boat and they set off. Jesus takes a nap. A massive storm comes up. And the disciples, many of whom are professional fishermen, okay, men of the sea, who'd no doubt been in storms before, they were so fearful of the danger from this particular storm, they were sure that in this storm, they had no control. That in this storm, their boat was going down and they were going to drown. That's episode one. Episode two, an army of demons where as soon as Jesus steps ashore, he's confronted by a man possessed by a legion, okay, or an army of thousands of demons. A demon-possessed madman who wore no clothes, who lived in a graveyard among the tombs, and who was so violent and so strong, he couldn't be restrained, even by chains, leg irons, guards. This was a man who had no control over himself and who no one else could control. No control. Episode 3, a disease. Where, a woman, where Jesus encounters a woman in the crowd, a woman who'd been bleeding for 12 years, a woman who'd spent all that she had on doctors, none of whom could heal her, a woman whose disease, you know, this is a, this is a woman who as a Jew, this disease made her ceremonially unclean, it made her completely untouchable. This was a woman who had no control and no human solutions for her suffering. And then there's episode four, a date with death, where Jesus is approached by a Jewish synagogue leader, okay, a man named Jairus whose 12-year-old daughter was dying. A man who, despite his, you know, his position and his influence, he had no control and he had no human solutions for his daughter's survival. Can you see this common thread running through each of these four episodes? How in each they have got no control, no human solutions, just despair and desperation. And that leads us to our second common thread that in each of these episodes, each of the people involved, they have a choice, a choice between fear or faith in Jesus. Okay, so let's look at episode one, Danger at Sea. Now, Jesus, he's told them they're going somewhere. Where's he said they're going? If you look at the text, it's pretty, it's pretty clear. To the other side of the lake. What's Jesus doing during this storm? The text says he's asleep. What's happening to their small wooden sailing boat? text tells us it's being swamped and so what do the disciples do well they do the obvious thing they wake jesus up but the important question to ask ourselves is why why do they wake him was it out of fear or faith we'll take a look verse 24 the disciples wake jesus saying Master, Master, we're going to drown. Clearly, they were in fear, weren't they? They were in fear. 
You see, in the midst of this danger that they knew was beyond their control, I, I, I actually don't think they had any idea at all that Jesus could deliver them safely through this. I think that they just wanted to warn him too of the danger. Maybe they wanted him to grab a bucket and start scooping the water out of the boat. What does Jesus actually do? Well, look, verse 24. He got up. He rebuked the wind and the raging waters. And what happens? The storm subsided and all was calm. And so now, now, safe from this dangerous storm, the disciples' fear is replaced by faith, right? Right? Wrong. Wrong. Because as you read the text, you see what happens. Instead of, you know, instead of jumping for joy, instead of these guys celebrating, you know, fist pumping the air, they're not just fearful of a storm anymore. They are now terrified of the man who calmed it. In verse 25, it says, In fear and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? Who is this? Even the wind, he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. You see, although they've now witnessed Jesus' incredible power, his authority, the choice is actually just the same as it was before the storm. The choice is either fear or faith in Jesus. The parallel account in Mark's Gospel says Jesus says to them, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Well, clearly not. Clearly not. Because at this point, the disciples disciples still chose what? They chose fear. Okay, let's go to episode two. An army of demons. Where, what does this violent and dangerous, out of control, humanly uncontrollable madman do when he sees Jesus? Well, probably not what you'd expect. Look with me at verse 28. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell to his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torture me! It says at the top of his voice. (laughs) I'm not yelling at you. (laughs) See, here's this legion, okay, this army, an army of demons. And they're coming up here against one man. And what does the army do? Thousands. What do they do? In fear, fear, they beg Jesus not to torture them. Why? Because, you see, unlike the disciples in the boat, these demons, they know exactly who Jesus is. He's the Son of the Most High God. But they also know exactly where they stand before him. Because they know that they have chosen not to live by faith in him. You see, without faith, what are they left with? doesn't take Einstein to yell this one out. Fear! You see, there's no contest. 
There's no contest. There's no fight. There's only fear. I mean, Jesus, you see, Jesus, he's the commander of the armies of heaven. Jesus could have commanded a, a legion of angels to come and attack and, and to fight this legion of demons. He could have. But he didn't need to. Instead, the demons, what do they do? They simply surrender to Jesus. They simply surrender. And then Jesus just simply says, Go into those pigs. Verse 33, the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, which rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. Now, we're going to spend a little bit more time on episode 3 because you see, before leaving here, there's a couple more responses to this kind of fear versus faith question that it's important for us to look at. Firstly, the reaction of those from the local town and countryside when they had heard what had happened. Have a look, verse 35. When they came to see Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind. So again, like the disciples in the boat, okay, after seeing evidence of Jesus' incredible power and his authority, these people had a choice. And surely, surely, you know, now safe, safe from this dangerous and out of control and uncontrollable madman, surely now their fears are replaced by faith, right? Right? Wrong. Because, again, instead of jumping for joy, celebrating, fist-pumping the air, they're not just fearful of a madman living among the tombs anymore. They are petrified. They are terrified of the man who calmed him. And so what do they do? Look at verse 37. All the people of the region... Come on in, come on. <laughs> Verse 37, all the people of the region, what did they do? They asked Jesus to leave them. Because why? Look at the text. They were overcome with what? Fear. And so Jesus, he got into the boat and he left. Once again, without faith, there is what? There is fear. And you know... (laughs) That's the a, that's a kind of fear it leads many people, many people, maybe some of you, to be just like those in this story who, what do they do? They push Jesus away. They just push him away and reject him out of fear. Well, in contrast, I want to look at how the man who'd been healed, how did he respond to Jesus? Verse 38, the man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with Jesus. But Jesus sent him away saying, return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus has done for him. I mean, this guy's fears had gone away, hadn't they? His fears were gone. Why? Because his faith was now in his new Lord. Okay? So in obedience... In faithful obedience, he went, didn't he? Not fearfully, fearlessly from the tomb to the town, telling how much his God, Jesus, had done for him. 
Without faith, there is fear. But with faith in Jesus, there's nothing to fear. So as we turn again then to episodes three and four, and we're going to do this pretty quickly, okay? We'll go through these last ones. We see some aspects of, of this fear versus faith uh, question which we haven't looked at yet. A couple of different aspects. So episode three, a disease. Now we see in this woman, okay, she had no control over a disease, no human solutions for it. We see in her this desperation. We see in her a desperate need that causes her really to just reach out in faith to Jesus. And yet, although she had this faith, this faith that caused her to reach out to Jesus, I think maybe she still had some fears that Jesus wanted to deal with. Some fears maybe to do with kind of publicly acknowledging Jesus' lordship. Because Jesus, he, said, you know, he says, who touched me? And when Jesus said that, he knew who touched him. He knew that it was her. He asked this question because I think he wanted her to openly express her faith. He wanted her to come forward. He wanted her to come out of hiding and to tell and to show what God had done for her. Just like the other guy that had been healed. What did he do? He went and told what God had done. This lady, you see, she'd been... She'd been really happy to just kind of privately and secretly touch his cloak and seek out his favour by faith. But when Jesus calls her out, when Jesus asks her to step forward, verse 47, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, she came trembling at Jesus' feet. And so putting her fears aside... By faith, what does she do? Verse 47, in the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Do you see the application for us? Yes, it can be scary, can't it? Scary speaking out for the Lord. Speaking up for the Lord. It can be scary sometimes. But by faith, By faith, this lady had now conquered those fears. And so what did she do? She spoke out about what God had done for her. Now it leads us to finally to episode four, a date with death, and to Jairus, this synagogue ruler who, you know, he, he was a synagogue ruler, okay? And yet although his peers, the other religious leaders, vehemently opposed Jesus. They were out to get Jesus. Although his peers would have just ridiculed and ostracized Jairus, you know, for coming to Jesus, Jairus, nonetheless, he faces that fear. He discards that fear. And in faith, what does he do? He comes openly and he comes publicly to Jesus. Verse 41, falling at Jesus' feet, and pleading with him to come to his house to heal his dying daughter. Again though, although he clearly had faith, you see, to do this, maybe Jairus too still had some fears that Jesus wanted dealt with. Maybe Jesus just wanted to see if Jairus' faith would persevere even in the face of his greatest fear, the death of his little girl. 
Because verse 49, someone came from the house of Jairus. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just believe. And she will be healed. Don't be afraid. Just believe. Don't be afraid. Just believe. And then Jesus went in and he took this little girl by the hand. And as Mark's gospel reports, he said to her, Talitha Kum, little girl, get up. And he restored her back to life and gave her back to her parents. Don't be afraid. Just believe. Can you see now how these two common threads, they just run all the way through these four episodes? Can you see? Can you see how in each desperate situation, while they had no control, no human solutions, Jesus had control. Jesus had solutions. Jesus showed power and authority that revealed his lordship, his absolute lordship over danger, over demons, over disease, and ultimately over death. Can you see how in each of these episodes, the people involved are left with a choice, a choice between fear or faith in Jesus. Now I'm hoping you've, I'm hoping this is, God has been applying this to your hearts all the way along as, we, as I've spoken. How does this apply though? Specifically, how does this apply to you and I today? Well, there's too many ways for me to, for me to go through. This applies in so many ways. Because, you know, in life we are all going to face, maybe we've all been facing recently, but we are all going to face desperate situations, times of need, where we are just out of control and we, we are out of solutions and where we will either we will either live in fear or we will live by faith. Faith, you see, faith, it is never theoretical. It is always practical. Faith. It's going to be tested. It gets tested again and again and again and again and again. Our faith is always practical. It is always being tested. And you know, we mightn't all face the same dangers. We mightn't all face the same demons. We mightn't all face the same diseases. But you know, there is one enemy that we will all face. Death. And it's an enemy that you have no control over. And it is an enemy that you cannot appease by human means. We're all in the same boat. And it leads you to the ultimate question. How are you going to face that enemy? Because you know you've got a choice, don't you? You've got a choice. You can either fear death 
fear it. And maybe the way you deal with that is by trying to avoid its inevitable victory. You can fear it or you can have faith in Jesus, the only one who has conquered it, conquered death once and for all, the only one who is Lord over death. As he showed here, as he showed in raising Jairus' daughter, as he showed in raising other people, Lazarus and others, as he showed ultimately in his own resurrection from the dead, never to die again. The one who can deliver you and I safely through it. That's the choice we have. You know, I just want to finish by saying this. I love the way the Bible describes death for those whose faith is in Jesus. I love it. Because it describes it as sleep. I love going to sleep. You love going to sleep? (laughs) I love going to sleep. It It describes it as sleep. And why? Why does it describe it as sleep? Well, you know what? Kind of like with this little girl here in Luke chapter 8. It'll be like closing your eyes and being awakened by the sound of Jesus' voice calling you. And more than that, welcoming you into his kingdom where there'll be no more danger. There'll be no more demons. There'll be no more diseases. And there'll be no more death. That's not something to fear. That is something to long for by faith in Jesus. Will you pray with me? Our gracious and loving Father, we we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for who he is, for what he has shown about himself, that he is the Lord over everything. Father, we know that in this life we are so often out of control and out of solutions. Father, we pray that you would help us to discard our fears and to live by faith in Jesus so that we can live and so that we can approach death without fear. Help us to follow and to have faith in Jesus, we pray. Amen.